You're listening to Creek Times, the only Dawson's Creek podcast. Enjoy. Bridget Alamode, please come to the office. You have a call from your parents. It's probably about my college admissions. Matthew, name retracted, please come (laughs) to the office. You have a call from your parents. Finally, my one phone call a year has finally arrived. Michael, come to the office. You have a phone call from the (laughs) colonel. I I hope I can make him proud and then I get... Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I can make the colonel proud. (laughs) I get into West Point. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> we're at, we're oh hey guys whoa what are you doing here man well i got a call for, i got a call from my parents that i've got to answer oh what great. are you guys here for same i mean not your parents but my parents <laughs> that's great <laughs> and i'm not here for your parents either matthew <laughs> it's fun first you know what <laughs> you know what it's probably our college admissions call hey. that you get when you're in high school okay <laughs> Well, 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 well <laughs> you know, since I'm not really interested in, in hearing the results of your uh, phone call, I think I'll just answer mine at the same time as you guys. Yes, and since there are more than three phones in this office, I'm going to answer my phone now. Okay. Well, oh, uh, let me... Re- hey, hey, Hi. hey, Dad. Yeah? What is Colonel, I mean, sorry. Um, oh, okay, I'll call again. What's that? Uh-huh. Say it oh, again. Hi, hi, hi Colonel. Well, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't think I understood you. Oh, I, I didn't get oh, into... Right. Oh, so, sorry. I'm, I'm finding really it kind of hard to, um, because... to hear what you're saying because there's three well, people talking at once. Oh, actually, you know Sometimes what? This, this, um, this isn't don't him, actually. Work Goodbye. out the way that you wanted them to. Father, I'm proud of myself. I guess they're still waitressing. How did it go, guys? I got in. <laughs> um, I, I, I got into East Point. <laughs> I like I already have tears in my eyes. <laughs> How about you, Matthew? Oh, it was the wrong number. <laughs> Matthew, Michael, Bridget, you can go back to class now. It's time to start Creek Times. Excellent. Back to the grind. Back to the- <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's been so long, guys. Uh, let's do Creek Times now. You want to do it? That's the one where we talk about Dawson's Creek. Who's excited to be done with season four? Yeah, it's yeah. time. It's time. Yeah. It's time. Um, so, <laughs> so we're gonna we're kind of recording at once a whole two part episode extravaganza. I could have been seeing Killers of the Flower Moon today, but instead of sw- spending that three and a half hours, I thought I'd spend it with you guys. Wow! On this gorgeous fall weekend. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm here. This is really important to me because otherwise I'd be watching the New York Giants. Oh. But I'd rather be with you guys talking about college admissions and teenage woes and all, everything in between. Yeah. But specifically Joey's because who cares about anybody else's, right? Only Joey's. Yeah. This one's this episode is mostly about Joey's woes, her woes with her bows her woes with her and her joes and her joes and her woes with her 
college admissions and with possibly being pregnant. <gasps> That's a lot, guys. Mm-hmm. That one, is a lot. For one lady to take. One lady. Okay. Is this, so, the, is this the first uh, pregnancy scare we've had this show? That's mm-hmm. a good question. Yeah, it seems like it. Because we weren't present for Gretchen's pregnancy situation. She just recalls it. And mm-hmm. then Gail is actually pregnant um, later on in the show. So this might be their first time getting into, like, she's a teenager. What's she going to do if she yeah, is pregnant? Gail's situation was much more like, I'm a middle-aged woman and I'm pregnant. Yes. And, Correct. Uh, yes. And they got into it in that, in that you know, it's, it's, it's a very special episode of Dawson's Creek where we talk about the the issues of the day and we're just not going to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> no. we're just going to go to the thing that really matters which is joey potter oh the only person that matters oh so <laughs> but before we do that um it's actually really easy to get confused between admissions and late because they kind of have the same plot like they kind of have the same trajectory throughout the episode mm-hmm. joey gets some news mm-hmm. and then she gets news that it might be even worse than she thought. Then everyone convenes at, at a backyard get together. Everyone sort of shares their thoughts about things. Yeah. Joey gets kind of upset and uncomfortable and excuses herself. And then someone has to like join her in the house and ask her, you know, what's wrong? And she like lets loose. It's so bizarre that almost back to back, it's like the same string of events uh-huh. so it's really easy to get confused about yeah them. they just took the template and replaced a couple things pretty and- much and the only thing separating is that that is her like trip to new york with jen because this is like bookending eastern standard time yeah so well and this will be a sentiment i think we'll talk about later but you said that joey kind of goes off and somebody has to go kind of go and console her and help her out and i think one of the things we'll talk about how is pacey is starting to feel like he can't be that person or can't mm-hmm. save Joey as much as he would like to. Yeah. yeah. Or just can't know certain information because of other things going on in his life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And um yeah, and we're kind of we're kind of meeting Joey, Dawson, and Pacey at a sort of, oh, and Gretchen, of course. Oh at God, a um <laughs> a, a crucial point in their relationship. Um I'm just gonna fill you in on the episode before this, Mind Games, where um, I think you'll recall that Dawson and Joey met a few weeks back at the movies and oh, then spent yeah. a lovely night together. And then Dawson was like, hey, Joey, uh, did you sleep with Pacey? And <laughs> you know, like, how, oh, friend, sorry, 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 you know how friends ask. are wont to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, and uh, you guys can ask us that, too, on our Patreon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just dial... 406 patreon.com and uh we'll <laughs> there, there's gonna be someone on the phone at all times ask to your salacious that. questions <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and joey was like no <laughs> but, just but, like but, that but from the audience percept perspective we say wait a minute joey said that she would tell dawson when yes. pacey pressed her on the issue <laughs> hmm Okay, Gretchen then starts like spinning out of control. She's like, all oh, these lies and like yeah. dropping hints throughout conversation like, oh, the lies and the lies and the lies. And then she's like, you know, 
I, I won't tell you what's what's going on, Pacey. I won't. Anyway, so Joey told Dawson that uh, they didn't that you guys didn't sleep together, and she doesn't tell Dawson that. So. <laughs> The lies, you know? Gretchen's <laughs> like, like, I came back back from college for this? <laughs> the humanity. <laughs> it and, kind of is like if you pick like an out, like an off the street kind of character and just like throw them into all of this drama. Yeah. It would be frustrating in a way. Yeah, yeah. But um, also like she should have much more perspective. You would think with the couple of years of life experience she's had now ahead of them... That she'd just be like, oh, they're going to source through this. The best thing to do is stay out of it. Let these friends handle these issues among themselves. Because, you know, in the long run, they'll probably outgrow these situations. You know, remain the older, calmer, more wise figure. And no, she just completely devolves into their chaos. It's like, why do you care so much? You were not even here for like three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Joey says as much to her. Yeah. She was like, you weren't here last summer. So <laughs> you weren't here so. last season. Um and so butt out. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I mean Joey should have told the truth, but she didn't. And it's also like it's her personal information. Like, why all these people interview? Like, Dawson should have never asked. <laughs> he should have never asked. Yeah. And, like, yeah. And so instead of taking that perspective, though, Gretchen just spins out and just starts like, you know, I don't know, causing chaos. <laughs> Telling Pacey about this, because I, I, this is kind of why I thought it was crucial to set up, mm -hmm. because Pacey is going to go through a huge sense of inadequacy. Through these, through these last few episodes. Yeah. And I think this is like the trigger point. Mm -hmm. Because now Gretchen has like basically like jump started this sense of inadequacy by saying like your girlfriend um, didn't tell a certain person about you guys sleeping together. And that certain person was her once one true love. And, um, you know, he's like the greatest thing since sliced bread. And he, uh, he is like sliced bread. <laughs> he is. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's well. It, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that still tracks. If you're, <laughs> if you're the greatest thing since sliced bread, being sliced bread. You is, might as well. Yeah, that's one you know, on top. It's, it's that's like, S tier. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, yeah. I, and I think per probably a lot of like Pacey's feelings of being inadequate. Um, it's not totally like on Joey for him to feel like that. It also has to go with, you know, he's been kind of a dope in school. His parents and his family kind of see him as a loser. So these seeds have been planted a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And I think we'll get into it later. But I I feel like he kind of takes a lot of it out on Joey, not in good faith or kind of inappropriately. It's not all on her. And she communicates this later on. But mm -hmm. um, so this so like. The beginnings have already been there for these feelings, but but yeah, this kind of kind of lights the fuse, if you were. Mm -hmm. um, he kind of takes it out on himself, but doesn't realize that because Joey cares so much about him, he's taking it out on Joey too. Like he yeah. he doesn't understand that when he harms himself, he's harming other people who love him. So yeah, it's a sad it, uh, it string is a, of affairs. It's for a Pacey. sad storyline for him. Yeah. It's like one of the. Few things in this season where it's like, hmm, that was, that was written well, and maybe it feels like it's well written because he acts it 
well. Mm-hmm. He does mm-hmm. the anger scenes very well when yeah. he's lashing out. Yes, which we will definitely get to those. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually had a thought about Pacey, and it kind of came up because I was re-listening to our Eastern Standard Time, time episode, and when 9-11 came up, I just had this oh, thought. Oh, for like, sure. <laughs> well, there were there were so many um, TV shows at, out at the time mm-hmm. when 9-11 uh, I was gonna say came out oh, <laughs> when it when it happened. Mm-hmm. And, um, I hear that know, show bombed. <laughs> Matthew, please come to the principal's <laughs> office. <laughs> Another phone call. <laughs> um, but, you know, different teen shows have to address it in some way. I, I just saw a Gilmore's, Girl, Gil, Gilmore's Girls episode <laughs> where, the Gilmore where they, Girls. they just kind of address it. You know, they're like, it happened. And I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. They talked about it. So oh, wow, gosh, I didn't the, even the Gilmore catch Girls that. would be such a great name for the a Grill, show. Yeah. The gr- like, 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 Lauren, like Pitmasters. Yeah, but like, Grillmore. Like sorority girls getting together to like cook steaks mm-hmm. or something. But also enjoying fall. Yeah, <laughs> and pumpkin spice yes. and yeah. Hallmark, Change, all the things. Changing yes. leaf colors. And, um, uh, we're getting into the weeds. Well, um, what I was going to say. Speaking of weeds, the, I never saw that show. It was it was pretty solid. Torben, yeah. But in the last couple of seasons, eh. But oh. first, first like three-fourths. What if 9-11 yeah. happened in Dawson's Creek is what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> hi, wow. Like, what? I, I just kind of think... Pacey might have joined the military. Oh, that's an interesting It's a thought that I had, and I was like, that actually could have been good. Yeah, that would have been a really interesting storyline, actually. Yeah, it kind of would have been like... like Archie like, joining the military in Riverdale. Which he was, does that? Yeah. Yes, he does. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Remember? Oh, I remember that. Well, well he's lived yeah, so many lives. Yeah, but he's lives. not doing it to fight overseas. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just doing it. So is that when they do the prison yard dance? Or it's is that, after the That's when he goes yard. to prison. Okay. Which is a whole like, other but, thing. But before he owns the uh, boxing club. So he goes to the army. Yeah. But first he owned the boxing club. But then the prison yard was before that. Okay. But then before that was the speakeasy. And Who I'm, I'm imagining this as like squeeze. a last time on Riverdale. It's just <laughs> Matt Matthew saying like, so before that. <laughs> <laughs> it's also amazing Matthew speakeasy. can keep this so clear. I know. Like, well, like, there's really no rhyme or reason to whatever Archie's doing. <laughs> <laughs> that show had a profound impact. <laughs> yeah. We no. should really get back into watching it. Like- yeah. This episode starts with a rare scene of Joey and Jen being nice to, to each other. Yeah, as if they've been nice to each other it's the whole the time. It's the strangest thing. It's like, wait, when did you guys establish that they're like gal well, pals and they, they're like, oh, hey, sit here. We have fun banter back and forth. Have just been to New York, but that wasn't established either. Mm-mm. Why she, why Joey's the one to go to New York. And I know we talked about theories, but it's still kind of well, random. Well, yeah, <laughs> even, even though they're not uh, fighting and uh, squabbling over Dawson anymore, they still haven't had a lot of scenes where it's like them patching things up. No. Or like have, spending time together. They which, haven't had the Bechdel test according to Dawson. They haven't had a non-Dawson conversation. Yeah. Well, I, actually, they did in Eastern Standard Time. But again, yeah, it's so yeah. random that it yeah. just doesn't. It just doesn't stick in mm-hmm. the brain. No. 
So kind of to the beginning of our episode that we alluded to, for whatever reason, Dawson and Joey get called into the office at the same time to accept phone calls from their parents and from Bessie, which I don't know schools that I don't know. I don't think any of our school, like in high school, we did this. It's like you go home and like your parent gives you a letter from the mail. Yeah. Mm. There's an amazing extra too when they walk into the office. Yeah. Puts the phone call down and he's like, puts his head down. God shakes his fist <laughs> mm-hmm. and then just leaves. Yeah. Shoot. It really takes you back to a high school drama class exercise <laughs> yes. where you're not really sure what to do, but you just want to be done with the exercise. <laughs> he might as well not even have had a phone. He might as well have been doing like spatial yes. awareness, like, <laughs> like, uh, like uh, objects, yes. <laughs> games. <laughs> just like, God. <laughs> Dang it. He's, we should actually do an episode on the extras of Dawson's Creek. Oh, that, that's more one, interesting than their storyline. Another one comes up, I think, in the in the in the graduation episode where I'm just like, this guy. <laughs> this guy. But that that's that's for later. Sorry, yeah. Matthew. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Phone guy is great because like all of the main characters you can tell are instructed to like react to him, as in like, wow, he must have gotten some bad news. But he does not convey you're just like what what happened to him? It's not even a, oh, wow, he seems like he got bad news. He's putting that phone down like, I don't know. Like, the phone didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, yeah, he's almost like, shoot. I forgot, <laughs> yeah. I forgot Try again. that I didn't. I ran out of quarters. <laughs> Dial tone. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Matthew. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. So Dawson and Joey are uh, fielding their respective phone calls mm-hmm. and getting very different pieces of news. Mm. Uh, we find out that Joey has been accepted into Worthington, mm. more like worth a ton in cash <laughs> for tuition. <laughs> Dawson. (laughs) It's just the build up to it. (laughs) You're so proud of it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Dawson finds out he did not get into NYU. Which, which bums him out. More like not for you. <laughs> <laughs> Such wit. <laughs> and then <laughs> into which? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if we're ready to talk about this yet, but I am just so excited to talk about. So in this episode, we get to see uh, the addresses of where both Joey and Dawson live. Whoa. You didn't didn't pay attention to that. I I paid way too much attention to it. (laughs) 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 Hence the map that we saw in your notes. Oh, it's all coming together. Today, we are going to find out where Cape Side, Massachusetts actually is. So we're just going to dox them? Are we going to dox this house? Yes. Hey, they, the, the showrunners dox themselves. So <laughs> Joey gets a letter from the Bursar of Worthington. Here we learn that Joey's address is 128 Creekside Road, Capeside, Massachusetts, 02118. Oh, I did look it up. That is the zip code for Suffolk County, which is near Boston and a few other cities. Dawson also gets a letter later from USC. We won't say what happens yet. 
But his letter is 418 Bay Bridge Road, Cape Side, Massachusetts, 20018. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. That's really weird. That's a, zip, that's a different zip Those code. Those are wildly different zip codes. Cape Side is a small city. Yes. And that you wouldn't think there'd be multiple zip codes. Mm. I looked up what 20018 was. It's area The zip 51. code Sorry. of <laughs> Washington, D.C. <gasps> Washington, D.C. From, from Boston is 440 miles away. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the morning commute. <laughs> yeah. So whenever they were sailing up the creek to visit each other, <laughs> that was a day's That's trip. Aged. That's why they age so quickly. But I, but I want to talk about the show. Oh. Get ready to have your minds blown even some more, guys. Okay, so I broke down the math. What is the symbolism? Both addresses have the numbers one, two, and eight. However, vary in the amounts of each number. Joey's zip code has one zero, one two, two ones, and one eight. Dawson's zip code has one two, two zeros, <laughs> one one, and one eight. Let's keep doing the math. If you, Let, if you, let's. If you, if you add all the individual numbers from Joey's zip code, zero two one one eight, you get the number 12. When you add the individual numbers in Dawson's zip code, you get 11. What does this mean? Does this mean that Joey is greater than Dawson? Better even? Better for getting into Worthington when Dawson was rejected from NYU? Well, hold on a second, folks, because you haven't considered the house numbers. Joey's house number is 128, and Dawson's is 418. Both houses have a 1 and an 8, but you will soon notice that the third number is different. Dawson has a four, and Joey has a two. Who noticed? Who didn't notice that from the beginning? <laughs> if you put two and two together, now picture. Now the picture becomes more clear. Does it? Those, Do you have a pillow, Bridget? Yes. <laughs> add those numbers. Add those numbers again, folks. For Joey, one plus two plus eight equals eleven, and for Dawson, four plus one plus eight equals thirteen. Thirteen. Does this now mean that? Dawson is better than Joey because he will learn he got into USC and she can't afford to go to Worthington? Well, hold up, everyone. Let's not forget about those zip codes. The sum total of Joey's zip code was 12. Now add that with her house number, the house number sum total 11, and you get 23. For Dawson's zip code... 11 was the sum total. As if that has significance. Oh, it does to Jim Carrey. You don't care about what Jim Carrey cares about? Go on, Matthew. I'm, I'm, I'm no, your wingman on no, this. Good. Yeah, yeah. For, for Dawson's zip code, 11 was the sum total. Now add that with the sum total of his house number, 13, and you get 24. So what we have seen so far is that combining the sum total of the individual digits of character, each character's house number and zip code, Dawson has a grand total of 24, and Joey has a grand total of 23. So what does this mean? <laughs> Not so much until you consider the total number of letters in the street names. Oh, For Joey, <laughs> Bay Bridge Road has a total of 13 letters. For Dawson, Creekside Road has a total of 13 letters. Exactly the same number. This episode we're watching is season four, episode 18. Four plus one plus eight equals 13. Same numbers and the same amount as Dawson's house address. Wait, for the admissions episode? Yeah. 
Did you say it's episode Season 13? four, episode 18. Oh, oh, okay. Four, I thought you said one, 13 eight. for a second. I was like, wait, what episode? No, no, four plus one plus eight equals 13. All right, all right. The, the math checks out. What conclusion can we make from this? The difference in mileage from the zip codes, the difference in address numbers, that both Joey and Dawson have the same ingredients for commonality, but the wrong proportions, that they are so close, but so objectively far away. I don't know. <laughs> That's your conclusion is you don't know. <laughs> so in the hall, Pacey meets Dawson and Joey. So Pacey meets Dawson and Joey in the hall. Uh, hold on. Do you need a pillow? <laughs> I... I mean, I can help me. He needs an aspirin. I need an (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm good. Thank you. It turns out that Joey's financial aid did not go through. (laughs) And she's going to have to pony up $15,000 in order to get into Worthington mm-hmm. to prove that she's worthy to go in. Didn't it feel kind of, <laughs> did you guys feel like it was kind of a <laughs> do it. <laughs> Thank you. Didn't you feel like it was like a interesting conversation or maybe just like a sign of the times about Joey saying like, I refuse to take student loans. I when like, so when like nowadays let this seems like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, um, and it also doesn't make sense that she's like this stellar student, and then she says um, she did all the research, she knew the numbers, she knew the money she needed, and how crucial financial aid was. Then at one point when she first, I think she's talking to that counselor, and the counselor's like, take out loans, and she was like, I should have applied for more scholarships, but all those um, deadlines are over now. It's like, Joey, why weren't if this meant yeah. so much to you? Why weren't you also applying for all the scholarships you could, yes. knowing I, that if the financial aid did not work out, which she seemed to have a healthy understanding <laughs> that it may not work out for her, so why didn't you? And you clearly you got into Worthington. You probably would have gotten lots of scholarships, most likely. Why didn't you apply? It just was o- so out of character. The only the only reason I can possibly think of is that maybe when she initially did the math, she didn't like take into account that the bed and breakfast was going to do as well as it did because mm-hmm. like. Because like Bessie says, like, yeah, we made like a lot more money this year, but not I wouldn't say we're not rolling in dough. We're not like we shouldn't be in that higher. She says they're in debt so they can take out a loan on the bed and breakfast, but taking out a student loan, God forbid. Yes. That's kind of like why I'm so it's just such a frustrating thing that she refuses flat out to even consider the possibility that she should take out some student. Well, see, here's the thing you're not thinking about is that things need to happen in television shows and things have to happen in television shows. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? You can, you can apply for a scholarship after your first semester, first year. Well, it just depends on the scholarship. It It just depends. depends. It it depends. So maybe you could apply for more next year that you don't have to have as much. But really, yeah, like she may unlock different kinds of scholarships for going into your second year, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You may get into certain departments where they have their own scholarships. Like it didn't have to be the end of the road at all. But also, if you even thought, if financial aid does not come through, why wasn't she patting herself with scholarships? It doesn't make any sense. Why wasn't she doing everything at her disposal? Because she's like, I want to get out of this town. Yeah. It's a dream to be in this school. All this stuff. It's like, then why did... 
the idea that the counselor just didn't even force the issue. Yes. Is like, you know, negligence uh-huh. on, on her part. And, yes. you know, just let her like walk out of the room. <laughs> sure. Gee. That's what she wants. <laughs> guess so. <laughs> That's, that means high schoolers always know the right thing to do. Yeah, you know? she seems always. to have it together. That's why I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that counselor thought to herself. <laughs> like, it, it's, it, guh. Um, yeah. And then it becomes even more infuriating when later on Dawson uh, uh, offers mm-hmm. to pay for for the to to uh you know pony up this money mm, d- with, with his uh Wait, we've yet to see AI a single Brooks pony fund. yeah <laughs> with his AI Brooks fund <laughs> Do we ever and, and she and she barely puts up a fight at first now she does she does eventually say no but she's like oh oh Dawson yeah I you you I I couldn't yeah though. she's like that would oh, be it's, crazy it's, that would be so <laughs> well, well, yeah. well, yeah. oh that would be so crazy, Dawson, for you to do that. Would anyone um, ever do? I can't. That? I can't. Mm. Instead of just being like, no. Yes. Like at the at the student loans. Yeah, just stop entertaining the conversation. She's like, but what if I did? It'd yeah, be crazy I mean, if I did. I mean, like, I, I'll think about it. Like, yeah, you think about that. You don't think about the student loans. Mm-mm. Like, you'll think about that, though. I'm just like, it makes me so angry. She's like, yeah, what? I'll think about this old man's inheritance money. Yeah, that belongs to you, Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's not like, you know, USC, um, you know, if you barely got an NYU, then um, you definitely don't need that money to pay for USC. No, not at all. You don't need a dime of that. <laughs> Do we know how much A.I. Brooks had? Oh, we actually re- don't. No, yeah, don't we, that's never they make like it a, sound sizable. Like, yeah, I mean, he had a yacht, he had the house, and mm. so yeah, he probably had a pretty good nest egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, but I think, but I mean, the, the way the show sets it up is that the initial one of the initial reasons Joey doesn't want to take the money, other than it's a lot of money, is that uh, she still hasn't told Dawson that she's and Pacey have slept together, which is just a weird layer. It's like, mm, why is that even coming into the analysis? <laughs> well, well, to be fair, she's like, you know, I think Dawson does not have all the information. And so he wouldn't necessarily be just offering this up, you know, maybe. Which is also strange because it's like, so you would extend this tremendous gift to change somebody's life. But maybe if you got information that she made decisions in her personal <laughs> romantic life with yeah. her boyfriend, you'd well, be like, mm, never mind that. You're not getting that money. <laughs> 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 what a terrible system to work with. <laughs> I'm not financing your nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just use it on b- beds. <laughs> to sleep beds on. and butts. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the bed and breakfast yeah. name. Yeah. That should have been beds and butts. Bessie's beds and butts. <laughs> Bessie and Bodie's beds. Yeah. Bessie and Bodie's beds and butts. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do a commercial for that. That's a good that. commercial. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it's just. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, it's infuriating, and like this, the writing doesn't make any sense. Sorry, I'm just gonna stick on that point. It doesn't make sense why she wouldn't also apply for so as many scholarships that she could get her hands on. <laughs> Bessie doesn't even put up a fight either. She's just kind of like, mm, well, that's well, fair. Well, I would, that, I wouldn't yeah. take the business for like a college like tuition. Well, and on top of it, she's got a just kid. like insufferable mm. to communicate with. Like, I totally get Bessie's position. She is. 
her sister. She can't make her do anything. She's not her parent. And so every time Bessie tries to like give her life advice or nudge her in the right direction, Joey just tears into her and is like, your life is awful and you need to shut up. <laughs> just like, I wouldn't want to either. I'd be like, yeah. fine, if that's the decision you want to make. <laughs> you, can, you can work at the bed and butts. You know? <laughs> the bus boy. <laughs> yeah, bus boy at the bed and butts. The, the butt. <laughs> I'm Brody. I'll be your bus boy. Bessie and Bodie's <laughs> Welcome to Wait, he says Brody. That's their employee, right? Yeah, yeah. Brody. Yeah, I'm Brody. Yeah. Welcome to Bodie and Bessie's bread and be- bread and butts and be- bread and butts and breakfast. I'm Brody. I'm not Bodie. Oh, do you own the place? No, I'm I'm Brody. Where would you like to park your butt? <laughs> so to get us into this late thing, I mean, let's let's get into it the same way the show does, which is like. It, the baby's finally about to come out of jail. <laughs> That's a really beautiful way to phrase it. I know. It. I mean, the miracle it's, it's, of life. <laughs> I, I, I saw a Hallmark card that, that said that. Um, so, <laughs> the baby is about to finally and, come and, out. And talk, talk about a sign of the times. She's like weeks overdue and they have not induced yet. Yeah. That's oh, crazy. that's interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. That would never happen. Yeah. Didn't they say like, she was at least two weeks? I mean, late? And also she's she's um, she's an older mother. Uh-huh. Like, they, yeah. They, they told her she's going to have complications likely. Yeah. Risks. And, and, and so the the more that they prolong Wait. this, the more risky it and, and her become. own female doctor is like, go home, yeah. name your baby, get the fuck out of here, because I gotta go to dinner with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like you guys should go to dinner with your husband because they were gonna Mitch and Gail were gonna go on a date that night. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's it's like, ma'am, are you not gonna? I don't know, put her on bed rest or something? Yes. I didn't yeah, catch that she not... was overdue. I thought she was just really close. Okay. No, she's no, overdue. I think they say she's yeah. at least two weeks Damn. past her due yeah. date. Yeah, and she's getting the still getting the Higgs bosons or whatever. Yeah. Bodie, Higgs Bodies. The Bodie uh, <laughs> the, 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 Bessies. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bessie had the Bodie bump. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Lillian, uh, 32 hour labor. Why, why did I write this? So, down? uh, <laughs> part, so part of this episode, I, a minor, a minor part. I almost of this, made a dumb comment. What I was going to say, Bessie and Bodie were featuring the bed and butts way before it opened. <laughs> Bazinga! <laughs> anyway, sorry, Matthew. Uh, part of the episode, it's a minor. Plot point is they haven't figured out what they're going to name the baby yet. Yeah. But we also learn that Gretchen may go to Boston to work at Cambridge Magazine. No. Oh, no. Oh, and we she wanted her, her mind. to stay so bad, and it was such a turn of events. Shoot. And then she decides that she, maybe she won't. Actually, yeah. she at the end actually, of the episode, actually, she didn't get the job. She was really oh, yeah, flourishing in the next episode. In we Cape find out. She, I have, I have in the next episode, promised Gretchen didn't get, get didn't get the job. Yes. <laughs> I, it, it's uh, yeah, and, and then she's just like, she thinks Dawson won't be upset about this, and she is so we. we like she changes her mind a thousand times and just like yeah. she never follows through on anything. Yeah, it's the non-committal so for Dawson is very yeah, it's front and center. Really, oh my gosh! But that's a dumb part of this episode. The yeah. real, the real bit important part of this episode 
uh, is Joey being worried because she admits she uh, is late having her period. Mm-hmm. That's right. She is also a late bird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> one baby's about bird. to arrive and we might have another in nine months. Mm. And that might be Pacey's baby. And, uh, <laughs> and likely. Uh, Gretchen says something to the effect of Pacey's already, look, we didn't want to tell you Pacey got arrested. He's in a lot of pain right now, so anything you can do do to not stress him out as yeah. much yeah. would be welcome. So Joey can't talk to uh, her boyfriend about this. Well, and it's yeah. so funny that she instructs her on that because it's like, lady, have you seen Joey Potter? That's like all she's going to do, and it's putting stress <laughs> on people. <laughs> I yeah, it's it's a it's a tough situation for sure, and uh, my gosh, it's interesting that and it's it's kind of good that we don't even see Pacey's you know, woodland experience. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like more tense that we don't even know what he's doing or what's going on or like, yeah, you know, it's, it's actually pretty, pretty smart to keep him out of the, mm-hmm. out of the episode for the Well, he did part. technically show up at the end, but yes. Well, that's what yeah, I mean. But we like don't he see shows all that. End, but that's after she finds out that, uh, it was a false alarm. Yes. Mm-hmm. True. True. Yeah. Yes. But again, it's, I just, I didn't think it's really weird that like these two episodes have the same, like trajectory because so they they all meet together at the end and like a uh <coughs> in the backyard of uh dawson's house this time and it's like a, a baby shower right and so oh, a baby name oh, a, a baby a, a, and you gotta give a baby name right and yes. so oh and gretchen makes yeah. a comment when dawson tells her about it like bring your baby names and sit with my mom she's like oh, you people just love, what how does she phrase it? You people like love making up rituals, and it's like Gretchen, you mean celebrating Christmas at their house, and now trying to <laughs> oh, name yeah, a yeah, child, yeah, exactly. naming a child, which I have to do. I have to make Leary Christmas. <laughs> you and like, your tradition, y'all. You guys, like sometimes they write dialogue in the show where it's like, wait, where is where is that? Yeah, what are you talking? They- <laughs> They've been pretty like status quo about most things. So if you oh so gosh. if you characters show out, uh, uh, throw out some recommended. <laughs> Baby names. Jen recommends Kurt Cobain. Which, no, wait. I yeah, it was Gretchen who did that. Uh, was it Gretchen? It's Gretchen. Okay, it's Gretchen. Yeah. No. Uh, Graham suggests if the baby's a girl, um, name her Rose. Mm-hmm. And if it's a boy, name her Thomas. Name. Saying, <laughs> she, <laughs> saying she knew it. Saying she knew a Thomas a long time ago. Yeah, what does that have to do with... Yeah, what was that Thomas, about? She's Thomas like, Edison? I love I that know. name. I it's, thought it's, she was going like, to say, like, Jennifer is always, you know, like, it's a lovely name for a lovely girl, you know? But she's like, no, of all the lovely flowers, it's Rose. I was Rose. like, whoa, you don't like... I had a classmate like named Rose. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, and who is this Thomas guy? Are we supposed yeah. to just know? Like, if that's that her she husband... Just, maybe she gets the... lost in her own memories. It's like, Thomas. <laughs> maybe it's the guy who she had her first kiss with and went to Korea. Korea. Right. We went to Korea. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe it's that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Fan theory. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's buried there now. <laughs> Graham? <laughs> Grams. <laughs> yeah, what are the other names that are thrown out? I don't remember. Uh, those are the ones I wrote down. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't pay attention to the other. The oh, that, there's the name Sophie. They... Sophie is somebody's suggestion. I can't remember who. Yeah. The name that they choose, and it really doesn't matter, is Lillian. No, it does. Doesn't matter? Lily it's Lillian. That is, that is Joey's mom's name. No, it is. That, no, that, I believe you. I, I believe. No, you. that's it's set up in the episode, like like Lillian oh. Potter, and that's the and it brings back the weird thing about 
Joey, which is that her parents have the same first names as Harry Potter's parents. I was about to say, oh, Lily weird. was the Harry's mom. It yeah. is. Yeah. Weird. They, she, they weirdly have the same first names. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't catch that was her mom's name because they start yeah. singing that song about like waiting for Lily, like everybody's waiting for Lily. And I just thought like, oh, they liked a song and thought it was cute because it mm-hmm. applied to them waiting for her, but didn't realize it was Joey's mom. That's right. I, wow. I missed that. Yeah. Talk about full circle. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Is that that's that's actually a bit of clever writing on a their bit, part. A bit. Good job, guys. <laughs> one, one of the fun things about watching this on Amazon Prime is that uh, sometimes on these episodes they give you some general some trivia. Oh. So there were this episode had two pieces of trivia. I'm gonna read them now word for word. Captain Luft. What's that? I said Captain Luft. What was it? No, no uh, General Luft. General, yes, General dang it. No, this is, these, these may be even better. Because, <laughs> was Pat Ingle. Because you could, <laughs> Pat Ingle would be a wonderful name for a baby. <laughs> Pat Ingle Leary. Luft Leary. Luft Leary. All right. I'm going to read these because they were not written by a space alien. Number one. <laughs> it is... It is one of the first times that the boy Alexander has short lines of dialogue. The actor or actress who says them is unknown. What? what that, that's fun what fact is, number one. What is the what? <laughs> Was this fun right? fact number two? You ready? Sure. You ready? Okay. <laughs> Here comes. <laughs> the last episode to be released in April two thousand one. What? That's significant. <laughs> the last episode to be released in April 2001. <laughs> he repeats. When he's written by Muppets from Why Space. Why are you? <laughs> <laughs> to your point, Matthew. Yeah, the aliens, exactly. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Matthew looks so proud after reading both of those. <laughs> Why? Why are these here? <laughs> the boy Alexander. You know. I guess that's Bessie and... Bodies. Yeah, Bodie's, Bessie and Bodie's Bouncing Baby Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah Bouncing that's Baby Boy. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't... Hit the Beds and Butts. The, the Beds and Butts Baby. Um, <laughs> the, doesn't he... He says something in the distance, like, Mom, come get me, or yeah, you get called right. to Dad, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And then the very last note I have to wrap this whole episode up, and also Toby was there. <laughs> he Wait, what? Oh, yeah, he was in the episode, yeah. Yes. And he was late for the bus. Yes. He was? He got... Yeah, he got beaten He got punched. Yeah. Because the the reading class was late. The late bird gets assaulted. (laughs) As they say. Yeah, there's only only a couple things that can happen to you if you're a late bird. (laughs) Yeah, someone could commit homicide on you. Mm -hmm. Or even... Promicide? Oh, Thanks, Bridget, for clapping. That was Bridget's clap. <laughs> I love this audio format. <laughs> so, shoot. Wait, hold on. Okay, let's hold Wait. on. <laughs> let's rewind. We didn't talk about Mitch talking about having a connection with his child. Oh yeah. To Dawson. I didn't catch it the first three times I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really glad you brought it up. But when he said yeah, that part when he's like to Dawson basically like 
he implies he was very detached from raising Dawson until Dawson could speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. So, so as a, as a new father, like okay. I wondered what you were gonna like. What okay, your okay. viewpoint there, was? There's, there's the, the most important thing about this scene is that Dawson and Mitch uh, pull out a cigar. And Mitch is like, I would never light one of these things. No, and, well, and I'm just like, well, and I'm, well, he says, I would never light one of these man killers. These man killers, and I'm just like, I'm that pissed me off so much because I'm like, Mitch, you are a human cigar. <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> like if there's anybody in the world in TV who I would expect to be smoking cigars, yes. I, I would say Mitch. Leary, yes. the, the brawny man himself, Mr. Marlboro man. Like, yes. I, like I'm just, it made me so Mr. angry. Mr. Take his woman in the living room while his child yes. walks in. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it's, it's just this weird, like, like thing that they've written into Mitch's yes. character that to me just screams of just like, like what? I don't know, political correctness or something. And I mean like 90s political correctness. Uh-huh, yeah. You know, you know like, like well, sm- even, smoking, you know, don't smoke and stuff like well, that. Were they even like, allowed to show it on TV? Is that why? It's like, oh, here we are, oh, but we can't do it. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe. Maybe it would affect their I've rating. I've never thought about that. I didn't the think about it. Because being watched by teenagers. Yeah, don't they sometimes well, rate television programs well, by like smoking, that, drug use, and other stuff? They do that stuff. today for movies too. But yeah, I don't, I don't remember what TV ratings were about. But the idea that it's just like, they're gonna have these cigars and not light them. It's like, yeah, it's like just what? Grow up. What's the or you. just take them away? Put them away. Yeah, don't, even don't even bring them. them. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna guess it has to do with the outside uh, rules of the you know television. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but it's like as opposed but, but, to Mitch's character. But they but yeah. could have just not had cigars, but instead they they decided. Yeah, to they make could a they could have shared like a little thing of whiskey together or something. You know, something yeah, cute to that. be like. Yeah, because they've done father son bonding. Yeah, and it's like granted, obviously. You know, Mitch is built like a brick shit house, and so like, um, Whoa. he <laughs> he he seems very healthy, of course. Uh-huh. But like, How but have a damn cigar. <laughs> right. What was the what was the line from? Uh, it was from, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> say it, Bridget. Sometimes, you know the thing. Sometimes, sometimes this cigar is just a muscular man. <laughs> and the other thing about this about this scene, yeah, in the treehouse is um. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that that monologue about, you know, yeah, he didn't love about- Dawson until he was probably one and a half. I would say, yeah, hazard between one and a half to two something. So so here's the thing, like, I, like to a point, he's talking about, like, you know, a man, you know, can't really connect to a baby the same way a mother can. And it's like, for the first, you know, truthfully, for the first, like, up to six months... Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Because it's like, it really is. They're just like, the mom and the baby are almost like one person. And when yeah. the baby's not with, not with, uh, when Rosie's not with Ella, it's like, it was like, I I have no use for you. I don't even mm-hmm. know what you are. Like, you know, it's, it, it can be a lot. You're talking about and that's a baby's attitude. Towards... That's a baby's attitude towards anybody but her mother. Mm-hmm. And so if you can't do anything for the baby, it's like, yeah, it's kind of disheartening sometimes. You're mm-hmm. just like, oh my gosh, I'm like a broken person. Get that. Not, Rosie is one year old at this point. Mm-hmm. She can, she kind of says da on yes. purpose. Yeah. Like, 
I yeah, it didn't take me a year and a half to love her. <laughs> well, like, it's just and, the, and that's the difference. Like well, he's basically saying, like the affection wasn't even there for Dawson, and it's like I, it's very understandable from the outside looking in that, like, yeah, maybe a father might have to figure out like exactly what his role is going to be those first couple yeah. months to make sure like you're contributing, you're a part of this. But yeah, it makes sense that like especially if the baby is being breastfed, mm-hmm. going to be very close with mom those first six months. But that doesn't mean that most fathers are just standing off to the side like cold detached and like yeah guess that thing is there he makes it sound like he, he didn't have any emotional yep. connection yeah. to dawson until dawson called out to him and it's like so we had to learn words for you to be like i guess that is a person i should care about yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> ba- babies develop personality very early yes on. i like, thought i thought your baby had a lot of personality extremely early on yeah. Like, and so it's, you, you can't help but, fu- it, it really weirded me out, yeah. Yes, it was such that. a weird speech, because he was like, <laughs> I thought he was going to say, until that moment, late at night, when you go in to pick up the baby, the, the infant, and you're feeding it with a bottle, and you're like, whoa, you know, I'm here. I thought he was going to paint that scene of, like, late night father, first time, we're a couple weeks into this process, and he's getting up, and seeing his baby at night and then he's like until he calls out to you and says where i was like whoa that's way far into development i I think we're just talking cultural differences here i think we've described mitch as kind of a greek god before and how many (laughs) zeus had a ton of kids greeks are very anti-family yeah they're they're, they're not big on the whole family zeus had a ton of kids he didn't he didn't care about most of them you know Uh, well yeah when you're when you're a god among men you have other priorities oh you're saying it's not greek it's the god part yeah it's the god part yeah yeah right but also the greek sure (laughs) um yeah, I guess I'm being unfair to Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> You're not considering from his perspective. No, I'm really glad you reminded me of yeah, that. Isn't that sure. wild? I was, was hoping wild, you would yeah. um, touch on that. Like, like, what did you... Are you struggling to find any emotional attachment to your very present child? Like, what are you talking about, Mitch? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and, and, and he says, like, you know, the, the standard sweet, you know, father-son things at the end. But it is like, wow, that's... Uh, and you know what? Maybe there, there's there's a lot of people in the world. There's probably some dads out there that took them a while to, you know. Sure, but he made it sound like, like son, this is what fatherhood is. Not yeah, like, yeah, not you know, like, it was really different for me. Here's what my yeah. experience was. He was just like, men being dads, this is what it's like. Michael, and yeah, like off the record, go ahead. Are you kind of, do you want to talk about like the colonel or something? <laughs> I mean, what, do you, what, do you, what are you talking about the colonel? Why would I want to do that? What? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to talk about the grown up. It's what it is, right? Let's just talk about promicide. Let's, How's let's that going? About, let's talk about <laughs> we can talk about it. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> At ease. Oh, okay. At ease, soldier. Thank you, sir. Thank you, dad. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> this has been Creek Times. Is there anything is you want to talk about? <laughs> T- t- take the reins, Matthew. Sergeant Matthew. <laughs> <clears throat> Season four. Episode 20. Oh. (laughs) 
four plus two plus zero is six. <laughs> oh, oh my fucking. Okay, senior prom. <laughs> Causes every relationship to implode. Pacey has returned, but Joey is concerned about his lack of interest in anything remotely sexual. <laughs> she did not tell him about the pregnancy scare. Oh, yeah, she didn't do that. Which is so... Like, what? It was, were, on, it was were... on Gretchen's she... suggestion that he had a lot on his mind. And... Yeah, well, she's all she has razor-sharp instincts, that Gretchen. So, um... <laughs> she's pretty, yeah, she's pretty clued yeah, in. Yeah, but he, he has been... Yeah, he's back, but he is so deflated, though. Yeah, he's like... Joey's throwing herself at him and he's like you know what i could go for a turkey sandwich yeah. <laughs> chipped beef <laughs> yeah and um do you think yeah. they did a pretty good like stepwise progression of his descent into like that implosion because i almost feel like it, this episode took a giant leap compared to like previous ones mm -hmm. just like where pacey mm -hmm. has once like seems in any scene wants nothing to do with joey yeah like, yeah it didn't seem like it was like gradual enough for me. It seemed very, I know, I know it, I, I do admit it had been building, but I just feel like this episode, he just does a 180. Um, no, I, no, I mean like, I think, I think if you do watch, if you do consider like mind games, admissions, Eastern standard time, this, like there is a, there is a steady logical builds mm -hmm. to the way things are going. Um, Agreed. Yeah, but, but to not even want to like look at Joey or like, well, well, he doesn't. He doesn't like himself. He doesn't want to look at himself. Yeah, he's you know? I, at that point. He's been confronted by Dawson. Had Dawson throw money in his face that like I can give Joey the life that she wants. Joey's gotten into a school that's going to take her very far away from him. You know, he yeah. has had all that mess up with the law and whatever. He's not on a track of going places where he wants to go. And all around him are people confirming that they're getting the things that, that Dawson then gets into USC. Like everybody's taking off. It's confirming like they are moving on and they're going to go to these places. And I think if you go back and watch the season, it's like constantly the, the fears of this might happen. This might happen. This might happen. And now we're at the point where it's like, yep. I still feel like it's wrong the way he unloaded it. all. Oh, sure. Because he totally misreads Joe. Yeah, well, it's, it's inappropiate. It's an I, and he admits it's I, well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But yes, mm -hmm. he, but he admits that's the meat of the episode. I mean, that, that's the what that's the reason we're talking about it mm -hmm. here yeah. is because of like leading up to that huge explosion in the middle of prom. Because yeah. he, he, he this episode wants to like uh, take care of all the details of prom like yeah. getting the corsages right, getting the the right. taxi yeah. mm -hmm. and everything like that uh which leads to several hilarious scenes where and I you know what I hadn't thought about this I think I had forgotten that you also were supposed to put uh flowers in the refrigerator in for the, your corsage oh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah you're supposed to I for, totally forgot you're supposed to do that which Pacey forgets to and so they have to pick flowers from uh Gail's garden so that's another thorn in his oh. side about Literally you know, and on a yeah. finger too. <laughs> <laughs> on a wrist. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes symbolism. Yes, yes. And the Rose. What a Rose, wonderful name. The most beautiful flower in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> I passed a woman on the street named Rose. <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> Promise I. Promise I. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get a we get a comical scene where the limo shows up, but it's the uh, airport limo 
Yeah. Which looks uh, like a yeah. like a stretch broken down rusty mm-hmm. Hummer, I think. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I wrote down Jen almost pulls an Abby Morgan. Uh, she does. Thought she, the she, same thing. Yeah. A- mm-hmm. Ab- Abby's Abby's soul almost yes. like pulls her down into the depths with yeah, her. Yeah, you you could almost see her shimmering underneath. Evil mermaid. All mermaids are evil. I just want everyone to know that. They're creepy creatures. <laughs> creepy, creepy creatures. Creepy creatures. <laughs> creepy, creepy, crawly creatures. <laughs> and don't let anybody tell you different. <laughs> we know that in Disney movies make mermaids sound like, like singing harlots and whatnot. And who doesn't love a singing harlot? But they're creepy little creatures. Little sea monkeys. And this is what the high schoolers were told while they were boarding the boat for the evening. <laughs> part of the waivers they had to sign. This is the man who, the lawyer explaining. <laughs> Now write shiver me timbers here and here. And put and your here. X here. Yeah. <laughs> there will be no shivering of the timbers for state law 38-5. <laughs> Very good. Goodness. <laughs> Actually, but Matthew, I, I don't quite remember like what leads Pacey to, you know, just flip out like that. I don't remember like the one, two, three steps. Uh, well, okay. So he'd been fumbling all the details of getting to the prom and everything like that. Then when prom actually comes along, I think Joey and Dawson are just dancing together Mm -hmm. and he like, no, first they're like down below deck and, and Joey like throws herself on top of Pacey and trying to be intimate or whatever, stuff like that. And Pacey's not having any of it Mm -hmm. for, the reasons we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then, so she goes back upstairs cause she feels like rejected by Pacey and yeah. just has a, has a friend dance with Dawson and, mm-hmm. and he, cause you know he, how much your partner would like that if they've communicated yeah. often that they don't like that. <laughs> yeah. So but there's so much history. They're childhood friends. Sure. You know? They're friends. <laughs> sure. Sure. And that, that's the uh, event where he kind of sees them dancing together and then, in front of the whole school yells, mm. you know, I, I want like Joe is like, I don't care. I don't care about like you messing up details here and here. I just care about being with you. And Pacey's yeah. like, no, I want you to care. I want you to like not accept this is like, oh, there's Pacey bumbling again, mm-hmm. you know, messing things up. And yeah. uh, then he starts saying, like, every moment I'm with you, I feel I hate myself more and more. Yeah. Right. And and Joe is like, uh, you know, I, I never wanted you to feel that way. Like I'm on Joey's side here. Yeah. To Joey's credit, credit, she never really does anything to poke that bear or make him see, or make him seem inadequate. Yeah. Yeah. Like like she never does really anything to encourage. It's all internal. I mean, it's all Pacey's internal and he admits it later. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. He's very sympathetic though. Cause it is a, you tell he's just caught in the midst of a lot of strife. And so, you feel bad for him because he even like says during it how he kind of I don't remember the exact wording, but he expresses like he doesn't want to feel this way. But like he's just starting to hate her because she he's envious yeah. of what she has and he's not going the places he wants to go. So you can like feel very sympathetic <coughs> for him that he's just 
torn back and forth and it's really good delivery he delivers the emotion so well yeah yes. he, he talks about last summer he feels like he could give her things he could take her away mm-hmm. on the boat he could give her a wall to paint on mm-hmm. um but right now he doesn't feel like he has anything more he can give to joey mm-hmm. um he recognizes that joey does love him a lot but the more that she loves him the worse it makes him feel yeah so and the thing about Pacey he doesn't is, feel worthing ton of yeah. her <laughs> and <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the thing about Pacey, I was just going to say, is that, like, he's he just doesn't know, he, he doesn't really want anything or know to want, he hasn't even been encouraged to want anything. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, a lot of people, I'm sure, like, have this, have this, you know, come to this crossroads and, and like, when you're about to graduate. It's like, some people are blessed with, like, knowing, you know, basically what they want to do. Yeah. Like, Dawson... You know, he you know, he can put as many imagined posters on his wall as he wants, yes. but he's still the movie guy and that's his dream. Mm-hmm. Joey at least knows that she wants to go to an Ivy League college. Yeah. I mean, th- it doesn't really extend past that. She's not like, I want to be a lawyer no. or something. Mm-hmm. But, but she's got g- goals ahead of her. Yeah, but Pacey has never <coughs> really expressed any specific, like, career societal interests no. which, which is so funny when later on in the later seasons you find out the career that he did go with mm-hmm. because yeah because it's <laughs> what he's like a wall street he's guy? like a like yeah. stockbroker financial yeah. planner yeah and to me i'm just like i i don't get it like pacey i see as being like if he puts his mind to it he could actually be a good like high school teacher because mm-hmm. he like went through it and he could like you know, it, like if if he, you know, decided that he actually had a goal yeah. in life, then that's something that I think he could apply himself or, to. Or but, it's like, but it's like, I can understand like... Like what they were building on with him doing that boat work where he gets hired out by that guy mm-hmm. and he becomes a part of that crew and he has those like service experiences. I was like, oh, well, that makes total sense that he's out in the world gathering work experience and figuring out who he wants to be as a professional. And so I thought they were really going to take off with that. And like he was going to slowly build his own business and, Mm -hmm. you know, like run something like boat because he has that background in boating. Now he's been part of a crew. He's meeting these like good networking opportunities. So I thought maybe he'll he'll, like go into culinary or or he will run his own crew or something like that. I was like, wow, yeah, that's making sense. Yes. But then he goes into... Yeah, then he becomes this weird city slicker stockbroker thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't... But I wonder if part of the reason for why the writers chose that for him wasn't because they always planned it. I wonder if part of it had to do with just the way Joshua Jackson, like, acts. That he kind of seems like the fast-talking, like, yeah, I'd be good with money. Like, I'm good at, like, kind of schmoozing, like, Mm -hmm. you know, people with a lot of money that I can manage theirs, that type of thing. In a different movie, I think Joshua Jackson could pull it off. Yeah. Or something. I can see him being a character. Joshua Jackson as the Wolf of Wall Street would have been very interesting. That would have been a great choice, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Leo was fantastic in it. but um, Thank you. (laughs) 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 Well, you know what? I'm glad you brought up the boat thing, though, because that's another detail on the way to Pacey's total breakdown is like is that sort of relationship that he thinks he's building with the uh, with Joey's um, the dean of Worthington, the dean of Worthington, which they've been kind of going to these luncheons. And at first, Pacey kind of like 
stole the show and he was like such a cut up, you know, at mm. these at these lunches, even though he was kind of like a um a commoner. Uh, yeah, exactly. A commoner. <laughs> a jester. <laughs> and he thinks when this uh, dean says, like, I want to talk to you about something, Mr. Witter, mm-hmm. that mm, maybe maybe we're gonna talk about Worthington College. But really the guy's just like, You wanna work on my boat this summer? Yeah. You seem like a good boat kid mm-hmm. so another like, so like a good first mate which i i don't i don't know looking at that from an adult perspective okay first of all it was very naive of and just strange that he would think oh he's going to talk to me about worthington it's like you don't have any of the credentials to be in worthington pacey he's not just yeah. gonna let you in get like you don't have family to get you in there you don't have the money to get you in there and you don't have the grades or you didn't even apply to worthington you get the feeling that pacey has not done research or applied to any college at all no you know? so, so he just doesn't he's he not doesn't putting that but together like a private school though couldn't the dean accept whoever they wanted to well you'd think he'd have to do the bare minimum of applying would, for yeah the he, he would be that, setting you would think their failure. student body was all well, yeah. set up already like they probably granted all of the acceptances to everybody like I, I, and the wait listed others yeah. so so it was reality, naive on yes. Pacey's part yeah and then and then I, I, I mean, I think I'll have to go back and rewatch like the way he delivers the dialogue. But I actually thought he was doing a lot of good for Pacey seeing like this is a smart kid. He can probably do good work. And so like yeah. trying to give him a job opportunity and being like, hey, to further him as in like get get him out of where he's at. Give him some life experience. Give, have him, him meet people at connections, like, networking, and people yes, who have like these are people who have a lot of money. Maybe he could like because you would think the Worthington guy's like mm-hmm. main person who runs his boat probably making a good amount of money. Yeah, to and, your point, a client list could be building yes, up. You know, yeah. Well, and the other thing too, it wasn't like he he the, the dean didn't say. Yeah, I own this trash company. Would you like to run my trash boat this summer? Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. seem like a good kid with some trash. <laughs> yeah, you seem like you're dirty and gross. You seem like you'd be crew. comfortable among the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the gritten. Like, you know, he's, this, is his, this is his boat. This is a very large investment. And yes. you, know, you yeah. don't just let Boats anybody, are... you know, it's not just about, yeah, I'm good on working on a boat. You also, like, you know, have to show some... I don't know, responsibility yes. and communication skills and mm-hmm. intelligence, mm-hmm. you know? So. Yeah, absolutely. And for a kid just starting out, you'd think like, oh, that might be a good opportunity. And who knows? Like he's going to sail ar- around, probably land at different locations, get to meet different scenes and maybe come across something that's good for him. Yeah. Like I thought it was very in the first three viewings. <laughs> I thought it was kind of gracious for this guy who has nothing to do with Pacey's life to be like, "Hey, you want this job opportunity?" Well, well, it pans out. Mm-hmm. Like, like everything that you're saying comes comes true. And I, I still don't know how he gets to Wall Street. I, I'm not. <laughs> no sure one how that knows, happens, Michael. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, but, <laughs> but all that pans out. And like to skip way ahead, you know, Pacey gets on the boat and he calls Dawson later and he's like, oh, this is, I'm having a great time. Yeah. This is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, and he actually does seem, you know, to have a, a weight off of his shoulders. Yeah, he has um, something to do. Yeah, but right now he just has no, it's like everyone in high school, you cannot see 
pat like the future is just like this fog yes and it's just and it's almost like you're driving through fog at like 90 miles an hour and you're like oh my gosh what is happening mm -hmm. on the other end of the winter bloodline gretchen is very much taking a blast from the past oh stepping she's been out of high school for like four years oh, yeah. and she's like i i'm back at prom again Oh, her oh. and Toby. <laughs> to Toby's like already had a prom too, and he's there too. Yes. Yeah. A bunch of old old oldies. Fogies. <laughs> <laughs> Old people. Yeah. Oh, Grams is there. <laughs> these elders. Yeah, and like Thomas, <laughs> Thomas is there. <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> this is Thomas. So good. If you have a baby boy, you should name it after this guy, <laughs> Thomas Edison. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah so yeah um oh oh i remember what anson said about gretchen's i'm old and i'm here at prom speech he said something about like oh are they like breaking the fourth wall like acknowledging that she's old that she's a middle-aged woman yeah i was like you know we've been talking about this a lot on the podcast <laughs> did i did i mention to you guys that i saw her on that she was in the first season of NCIS. Yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 She was great. She actually was mm -hmm. good in that because she She wasn't 35 played an adult being who, 22. <laughs> yeah, because she interrogates people and she like totally seems like something someone who would be like I've got a mission to yes, uh, yeah. to accomplish instead of I've got to wander around this seaside town and <laughs> and date teenagers. And, and, and date a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, he's, at one point, do you remember when Joey was saying something to her about how, like, your life's going great? Like, you have a boyfriend and a jaw. I was like, oh, Joey, mm. Mm -mm. let's not romanticize where Gretchen's at with her life right now. Okay. She's dating like a 17 year old and she's what, supposed to be 22? Something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and uh, as this is all going on, well, can we go back to something really quickly? Yeah. No. We mentioned how we mentioned, we mentioned <laughs> choose Matthew. <laughs> uh. um, so we mentioned about how Jen almost fell off the boat drunk, mirroring the Abby Morgan thing. Yes. And we didn't. That's the coffee. Sorry. We, <laughs> fire alarm. Oh. We didn't mention that uh, Drew was the one who kind of saved her from falling off the boat. Yes. And this is a theory that I have, and it kind of goes to like the next. Well, I guess the remaining one or two episodes left in the season. Mm -hmm. I kind of have a feeling that like Drew started to like gain a lot of popularity with the fans mm -hmm. and they were trying to like build him up as like a real positive, like let's keep him around kind of thing. It does kind of seem like that. I have no information to back this up, but I have a sneaking theory that like they wanted him to continue being on the show. Yes. And then. And it almost seems happened. like they were trying to do a. Jen and him might get together. Yes. Because he starts to develop this like soft side where he starts to express like he was into Jen beforehand. And then the prom thing, he was just like, yes, I wasn't it him that said he'd yes. love to go with her. Well, here, so initially Jack, uh, so, so Jen basically set up Toby and Jack to go to prom mm -hmm. and uh, Jack was uh, upset about that. So he said, why, uh, why get mad when I can get even? 
Yeah. And so he pays Drew $50 to like follow Jen around all night at the prom. Yeah. Um, but then actually at the end of the episode, Drew doesn't take the money. So that's like, oh, he it's wanted like, oh, to be with Jen her. without any strings attached. Yeah. It kind of seems like that's what they were trying to do is do like that, like almost anti-hero for the audience of like, oh, he came in and he wasn't like nice at first, but he's actually got a heart of gold towards Jen. And then like Han Solo, Han Solo, you know, mm-hmm. in Star Wars. Yes. And, mm-hmm. I was hired, you know, for this job, but the job's over, but I'm going to stick around. Because I believe in the cause. Yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I don't remember which episode. Oh, here in the we future. go. He's pulling out his. Uh, notes. <laughs> they re- they reference Han Solo. Oh, in the very in separation anxiety. Um, oh, do they? Yeah. Do we want to jump into that episode? Well, I think we should. No, no. I think we should. Okay. Uh, okay then I'll just say it then. Save it. Oh, all right. Mitch is watching uh, one of AI Brooks's movies with Dawson. I think it was the the documentary that Dawson made about AI Brooks's life, uh, and and Mitch said that like. Wow, Dawson, you really made uh, AI Brooks look like Harrison Ford. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he really cracked the whip. You might remember. Right, 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 Yeah, because he's, I don't know, he, he, he paint, Mitch thinks that like Dawson painted AI Brooks to be like a, a real wild card. Yeah, like uh, because he says Mitch is saying to Dawson, like, hey, you don't you don't need to go to film school to, like, become a, you know, famous, you know, director. Mm. A.I. Brooks yeah. didn't go to film school. Mm. So oh, speaking of that, like before we wrap this this episode up about like the college and everything. So before Dawson offers this money to Joey, uh, Gretchen actually gives him a decent piece of advice. Um after he doesn't get accepted at NYU, which is like, look, you've got this new, this like fund basically from AI Brooks. Why don't you just make a movie? Yeah. And you don't have to go to film school. And it's like totally legitimate thing. And so the fact that he's now like giving up his, his uh, money to Joey, like giving up, that part of his dreams too it's yeah. really crazy by the way how did that resolve itself do we remember she takes it doesn't she um, she has to she she finally admits to dawson that uh her and pacey slept together yeah uh-huh. and they have a little kind of dialogue about that but then at the end of the episode dawson gives her the money anyway yeah um yeah so. i just remember that was a great shot too of them on the dock and the, like his long shadow cast over the dock mm-hmm. it was a good one so yeah, I uh, I think we're pretty much wrapped up on this part of our recording, mm-hmm. talking about, you know, missed opportunities, yeah. missed um, uh, uh, college admissions things, missed the, periods. The raw data. Yeah, the raw data. And supporting a theory of some kind. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, Matthew, why don't you why don't you take us out with. The trash. More numbers. <laughs> trash boat. <laughs> toot, oh. toot. <laughs> okay, this is interesting. Let's is. We're gonna put some characters here on blast. Now it's time to take out the trash. For this this take out the trash segment, I know we've talked about it a little bit this episode, but let's take out. Dawson and Gretchen's road trip. Oh my gosh, please. Let's just dump it all what in a, that garbage. What an adventure that was. Was it? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. It's so a they, they're like of happenings. <laughs> so basically, Jen's like like when Jen's going to Jen's going to New York, uh Pacey's going to drunk. And <laughs> 
And like Dawson's like, Gretchen, I got this great idea. She, and he's, he's like, did, did you know? Did you notice that we don't have anything to do this episode? <laughs> she like, was oh, like, yeah. I never have anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gretchen has nothing to do. <laughs> okay, so, okay, that episode, ah, we're going to have to talk about it. They're playing the game of life, and Gretchen talks about a time. She's talking about her own senior ditch day, because that's why oh, everybody's going off yes. on their own. And she says, like, during her ditch day, her and a couple of friends just got in the car and started driving. And Dawson's like, I haven't, I've never dreamed of doing anything that impulsive in my whole life. Time to hit the road. Yeah. And, and that's all it takes to get the episode rolling. You know? Yeah. And then so and then they like speak. drive around and. So they meet, their car breaks down and they need help from a mechanic named Irv. Irv is a man played by, Irv is played by a man named Pat Hingle, who was in a ton of <sighs> Western movies. Uh, he was also police commissioner Gordon in the Schumacher Batman films. What? As well as General Luft from. Muppets from space. Whoa. Whoa. It all comes back. Full circle always. We have a fourth Dawson's yeah. Creek character. Yeah. It Wasn't was, the kid one? Yeah. Joey him. and Dawson. And then the kid that Jack was tutoring. No, Joey, Pacey. Oh, sorry. Tutor kid and General Luft. Wow. Oh. Dang. It's like we're practically watching the Muppets in space. And Muppets in space was like a metaphor for 9-11 at the time. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's yes. all coming together. Oh, it's all about sub subtext, you know? Mm -hmm. It goes I, back to the first season of Dawson's Creek I, when they're talking about that subtext author. Am I crazy? Do you guys remember the subtext? I don't comment? remember that. Barely. Um, well, I actually, I haven't seen season one yet. So. Oh. <laughs> I've seen parts of it. But. <sighs> Sorry, Matthew. Continue with this. This is actually fascinating. Oh, no. I think that's it for that particular point on that episode. Whoa. You reel us in with tremendous facts and, and just stops there, huh? Thank you for listening to Creek Times, the only Dawson's Creek podcast. Have a great day. Shh.